Hello and good morning. Welcome to another episode of Generation Zennial. I'm here in the home office today, another new home office. I changed my desk about 10 times since the start of the pandemic. Anyways, I'm Keith. That's Vinny. Same place every week. He has not moved his chair. I think he's actually glued to it. Well, Vinny, how you doing? Good, Keith. And I, I don't actually stay in this chair the entire week waiting for you to uh, sign on to our, to our Zoom link. I, I don't believe you. I haven't, I haven't moved my desk because that requires a lot of work. And I don't, really don't have anywhere else to put it. But anyway... Well, I started. I did start off the pandemic with no desk at all in the house because I wasn't anticipating having to do a lot of work in the home this past year until the pandemic started. So, well, I started off the pandemic it was a new without, house, without so. a computer. So, oh. I, you know, that was one of the purchases <laughs> that I made because of the pandemic. And I was like, you know what? I need a desktop to uh, play my games. I not even play games. I just Let's you be know, honest, to make play. to make my YouTube videos and. I was like, I'm going to be a YouTube star. Like I said, that that was my that was my plan over the pandemic. You can it's check really him on YouTube out. on just another guy talking about stuff on YouTube. Yes, I'm up to 72 subscribers, so Ooh. that's hey, I'm at some, I'm at 72 subscribers. We we're, we're YouTube twins. Office hours with Professor Z on and, YouTube, and I think we do subscribe to each other. So yes, uh, mine are mainly just tutorials on video editing programs and camera gear. It's a yeah, mine is very different to a style. Chicken sandwich review channel somehow, like. Like I said, somebody suggested it, and now it's like basically all my channel is. I really just made mine as a repository for every time I get repeated questions from students on how to do things. I just make a video about it and say, okay, it's here now. Go watch it's, it. <laughs> I really think this is the future of education. It really, like, I mean, like it started with the Khan Academy a couple years back. Doing, you know, that's that's a, the basis of the Khan Academy. You know, I've heard several interviews with him where he started, really started it as doing, um, tutorials for his uh, nieces and nephews online because they were having trouble with math. And so he would just screen share his tablet or his, you know, and, and his drawing while he was talking. And that's how it kind of started. But, and then he realized how great a tool it was and they were sharing it. So it just exploded from there where it's the Khan Academy doing basically 10 minute little lessons about whatever happens to be. I was going to say X, Y, Z. I was like, well, that's very math specific. <laughs> But that's essentially what it is. Um, yeah, like it's. I don't think it can be the end all, be all of education. No. But I think it's a great supplement, and it's a great way for people, even to like, and not even just education. Like, think about all like the do-it-yourself videos that are on YouTube that people use to, like. I remember. I mean, uh, I a couple it. years ago. You know, my wife basically fixed her dryer because uh, you know because she went on YouTube and you know um, figured out how to. I don't even remember what it was fixing. I think it was like a knob or something like that, but. I mean, how to, how, to, how to replace it. You know, you can you can basically find how to do anything on, on that on that channel. So it's, it's, if I have questions about my software, camera gear, I go on YouTube and find out either reviews or <clears throat> people have already been talking about it. You know, so I add my own two cents of how I do things, but people have their way of doing things. We learn from each other, which is really handy. I just what I, what I get annoyed about. This is my pet peeve about YouTube tutorials, people. If your video is five minutes long. Do not take the first minute to talk about your channel. I want to know the information. I came for the information. I didn't come for you to have a 30 second intro. It's the and then, and then I don't, I don't care. I skip by it every time or I just Which don't watch fine. your video. I will not watch your video. I'm sorry. If you're going to take forever to talk about yourself before getting to the, it's like going out and reading a recipe online and having to learn about how well your Mima used to make it back in the day and it really reminds you about the cabin in the woods where your family stayed every summer on vacation before i find out how many eggs i need i just you gotta, I don't you, gotta need get a my personal, you gotta get a personal connection <laughs> that's what makes you, the video uh, interesting yeah but you can do that during the video too you know that is true. you know what i mean that, like whenever i make my videos i'm like hey here hey professor z here today i'm going to talk about this and we talk about it. And like, if I have a, an intro, it's like a 10 second stinger and that's it. And I'm like, let's just get to the meat and potatoes. And, and I, I just want to be informational. I, I can't, I don't know. I just don't have time for all that. I'm like, and subscribe to my Patreon account. Well, I'm like, no, I just want to know the information. Well, yeah, that's how you make the monies. I know. I get it. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta say like, and subscribe or, you know, people will forget. Well, I can say that during the video while I'm talking. Say it 30 times. You got to say it like at least three times during the video. Oh, that's an education thing. Say everything three times. The more you say it, the more likely they are to actually hit that like button. By the way, like and subscribe our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, 
uh, Google Podcasts. Can you like the podcast? Can you Spotify? That, I don't know. Star it. Favorite. Give it a I rating. Know you can, you can Review it. Subscribe Five to stars. And subscribe stars. to it. Share it with your friends. Stars. Share it on Facebook, Twitter. All the stars. TikToks. TikTok. Um, Let's become TikTok stars. We gotta start doing TikTok dances. Oh man, you have to like. TikTok is so because I've been going into the TikToks. And the algorithm, the TikTok algorithm is that's a special sauce right there. Yeah, I'm, I haven't made the jump into the TikTok because um, it really figures out what you are, and starts feeding you up the things that you want to see. And it's amazing because it starts very random. Like it, it asks you to like you know kind of list your interests, but then like at the beginning it's kind of random, and it kind of. It knows how long you watch a video, if you watch it again, if you like the video, if you share the video. Like it takes all that into consideration and then it starts figuring out. Like very quickly, it figured out I like Star Wars, Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> board games, dad jokes. <laughs> and yeah. then like that's what I get all the time. And then I'm like, I'm happy with this. This is this is this is my life now. It, it, I'm okay it with show, it. Yeah, it, it gets you kind of like hooked. And, I mean, yeah. again, that's the downside to the like- the vicious cycle of your um, confirmation bias bubble. <laughs> yeah, you, but yeah, I was gonna say, kind of YouTube's almost kind of the opposite sometimes. Like, it will like hone in on your your likes and what you're what you're interested in. But then sometimes, especially if you're into like um, like politic YouTube videos, like I am, like you'll get you'll, then you'll start getting like right wing like reactionary videos like mm-hmm. plastered onto your 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 browse feature there, and. I don't know. I, I like. I, I go like. Why are you suggesting this on YouTube? But Facebook's kind of the same way. Well, Facebook um, and YouTube, I think their algorithms more are, are, are on the. They they realize that more topic stay, related than specific. No, they they know you'll stay more engaged if there's something that makes you angry. That's true too. That's what that's what it is. TikTok is a different so, secret sauce because it's Actually, like I was, everything's sixty I was seconds watching, or less. Yeah. You just kind of flip through it and you just go next, 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 and you have no choice. What's next? You just flip next, and there's something there. Yeah, I was listening to some commentary the other day about. Um, Apparently, a study came out about um, the the iGens, like the kids eighteen to twenty nine now. Like half 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 of the, that population is like identifies as, as having depression. Um, right. oh, like whether or not it's diagnosed depression, or not, I wasn't actually sure about the study. Um, but a lot of that had to do, with, at least the, the the theory was, a lot of that had to do with social media and and like doom scrolling and Twitter and how you know you just go on twitter and because you're right because that's yeah. that's what people tend to engage with things that that make them angry rather than things that make them happy which is I which is what, good for the for the for the psyche i always wonder with those studies if anyone um corrects for the uh, idea that it's also more acceptable to say you have depression these days well that too um because you know, like 20 years ago 30 years ago you know that was it, mental health was very much more taboo well, think about the word, even the word depression. Like if you ask somebody yeah. who is like, you know, working their ass off and, you know, basically breaking their backs to go to work every day and coming home miserable and you ask them if they had depression, they'd probably say no. Whereas today you'd probably more likely to admit to that. Right. If there's a point there. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that's what I think about. Like I had a friend in high school who had depression undiagnosed for many years until she realized that she had depression. Um, and then, and then eventually got the right combination of medications and it, it helped her a lot. But, you know, and then she after she got it, she realized that her mom had it, but she never got it diagnosed. No, I like, mean. Because then once you have it and you realize it, you know, because some of it's a chemical imbalance and it's hereditary and it runs in the family. And, and then the younger generation has this realization and they take care of it and they look backwards at their, their parents and their grandparents like, oh, now I see it. There it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have much to add to that. It's it's something that, you know, as we get better at the science and recognizing it and treating it, um, it's something that's going to be more prevalent. So it's going to seem like there's a, there's a large increase, um, when in reality, it's just something that's getting more uh, more recognized. Well, I mean, there's of, there's there's a lot of things going on with that like that right, right. now. So well, let's let's talk more about science. And science says that you know, if you uh, if you're vaccinated, you can go do whatever the heck you want nowadays. Uh, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> I was being obviously. I was being. No, nah, obviously. Um, you know, I still have to wear a mask at work. I work in a school and in, in, in athletics, and they haven't really lifted any mask mandates yet. Um, we're a little. Well, you work in a public. We're a little bit more right? relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our high school. school, so it's. I would say you know 
we just got. I mean, the uh, private schools could always do basically whatever they wanted because yeah, who's going to come in and spy on them and say, "Put your mask on." But um, it depends on the state and what kind of federal funding they get because some private schools still get some funding from yeah, 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 the government. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, you have to follow certain mandates. It's all part of my master's education. But also, someone has to actually enforce, enforce those it. mandates. Well, that's... <laughs> which a law is only sure as good as the enforcement of the law, right? Exactly. So the masks are off now. Um, yeah, it, we part, got if the... you're vaccinated, if you if you if you got your second shot or you know the one of the J and J, and it's been two weeks, you can you don't have to worry about masks anymore. Which yeah, is we we got the email at school the other day that said we could uh, starting on Wednesday we were able to go in our buildings mask free. Um, and and then we just got a, an email from HR saying that they want everyone back 100% by July 1st awesome. in the office. Um, yeah, but I kind of like being able to optionally just be at home. I mean, I'm sure it's still supervisor discretion, but they're like really trying to encourage everyone to be back. And they're well, talking about like, and we should have in-person meetings. Again. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Do we really always need an in-person right. meeting? Right. Do we need in-person meetings? Like, can I just... Can we, have we not learned anything about the past year that sometimes... That's what I was we, about to say. Yeah. We don't I mean, always need to... taught us a lot yeah. about the workplace and how a lot of work can be done from home now with the internet. And... Um, I mean, yeah, yeah there's, I a, really there's a lot... Don't get me wrong. There's a lot to be said about the casual conversation. Because, you know, two weeks ago... Three of us went and met with some people at another school. And then afterwards, we're, the three of us were just hanging out for another half hour talking about other things happening at the school, which is something you do lose when you're not in person together. Like that, okay, this wasn't on our agenda. This had nothing to do with anything else. But this is just an information dump between the three of us that just happens via casual conversation because we happen to be in the same location. That wouldn't happen if we're all remote. And I think, but as as remote gets more regular, I think that's something that like people will get used to doing. Even like, huh. um, but it's one of those, even it like think like about when we do this podcast. When yeah. we do this podcast, like we, you know, before we usually chat a little bit um, about what's going on that we things we don't want to talk about on the podcast, and then afterwards, you know, as long as we're not busy, we usually have like a few minutes where we just kind of chat and and BS and talk about you know what we just did or debrief or you know even just you know BS a little bit. So yeah. I mean, it's, I think it people, depends on the person. Yeah, yeah, I'll some, totally. Because, like, my, my boss is very high high energy, and if you don't have him in front of you, you lose his attention. Because <laughs> he has 100 projects going on at once at all times, and literally you need to, like, if if you need him, like, you got to, like, eyes on me, eyes on me, let's talk. Right. Or else it's, like, you'll get lost in a sea of emails, or you got to call him and, like, hope he answers because he's not in a meeting, so... There, there's different situations. Bury your but boss on the podcast. I'm not, well, I don't know. I will never bury like him a, that's because like a, that's, I. That's like a side compliment, right? Like you're high energy. Like he's high energy. He, I always <laughs> say this. he's super high energy. He has a hundred projects going on at once because he's always trying to do stuff that makes our school look better to the rest of the world. Yeah, see, look at that. And he's always trying to do stuff that positions our students to be treated as professionals even when they're still students and then get them in positions that when they leave, they, they are ready to enter a career like right away and they have connections and all that stuff. So um, I, and, and he always go back to people in his department. Like he always goes to bat for us. And so, so I definitely would not bury him ever. Um, now he did. Now he's definitely going to listen. Yeah. He better. He doesn't have time to listen. Come on. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so back to back to masks. So um, you know, so it's interesting. Actually, I took a trip to the casino yesterday as my stress reliever day, and like I hadn't really considered the fact that the mandates had changed. So when I walked in, I had my mask on because I'm just used to it at this point. And then you know, it was about fifty fifty of people with and without masks. And I was, it was just a very bizarre thing to me because I'm, you know, after a year plus of everyone wearing a mask and being in a public place like that where half the people did and half the people didn't was like, this is, this is, are we, are we done? Are we here? Are, is I mean, it, it happening? I, think, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, in, in our area, I think we've, we've done a very good job with vaccinations. Yeah. Um, you know, we got a decently high level of people vaccinated. So that's good. I, you know, I, the concern that a lot of people have is that, now people who aren't vaccinated are just going to feel like, especially the ones who didn't really believe in mask wearing to begin with, are going to say, well, I don't, I don't need to wear a mask because they're not going to know if I'm vaccinated right. or not. And I think that's the, that's the worry. 
And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that what the vaccine does is lowers your viral load enough that you're not going to spread it to other people. So they're really the only people at risk now to, for, any serious in, for any serious illness. Because let's be honest, you can still catch COVID. Um, yes. It's not, it's, uh, it doesn't exactly eradicate the virus. You can still catch it, but it's less likely to give you an infection where, where you have symptoms. That makes it less likely that it will have mutations and also much less likely that it won't spread to other people. Right. So really yeah, the yeah. only people that are getting hurt by not wearing masks that aren't vaccinated are the people who aren't wearing masks to that are unvaccinated. So right. that's kind of good news for the people that are vaccinated. Um, you know, like I said, especially in this area, I think there's enough people vaccinated where we won't get into a system, a situation that's going to overload our medicals, um, systems again, like they, like they were in some places. Um, but also too, like globally, this isn't, this still isn't over. Um, you know, there's still like no. a lot of high cases in India. India is having a really hard problem. Uh, right well, now. I just saw the news today. India is um, getting better right now because they did a lot of they put a lot of mandates in place, and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, they're, they're, start, they're, start, they're, they're they're starting to get a they're little starting. better, but they're still in a, they're still oh. in really rough shape. Like I don't want yeah, I don't want to like totally dismiss how mismanaged how bad it is there right now. It was horrible. It is. Horrible. I mean, yeah, and, you know, India is obviously a different problem. You got a lot of places with a lot of high high density population, um, and we've seen where you know. Well, it's also a, a leadership that didn't really trust have the more science. Spread. Yeah, you had a leadership there that didn't trust the science and didn't listen and didn't want to do all the things that you're supposed to do. Just like in Brazil, the same thing happened, where you had a, a leader that didn't want to listen to the science and and, and still encourage gatherings and things like that. So like in the, we had in the United States a year ago. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. There was no one that had like uh, big rallies inside indoor arenas. He didn't want to panic people, Keith. With he no, didn't, he with didn't no want to panic people on. about the virus. He just wanted to panic people about everything else in the world. But the virus didn't want to cause any panic about that. I mean, the good news is, is if you're a baseball fan now, you can go to. It's easier. Can be easier to get tickets to a game. Yeah, I keep getting emails from the from the Mets about uh, going down to City Field and. Hopefully I'll be able to go down. Um, we were able to book a vacation. Nice. Where that are you going? Nice. Uh, we're going to Cancun. Very, oh, very nice. Um, Never been. Yeah, we went last uh, two years ago, and it was an it was an experience. There's some things that I won't get into that that happened that kind of took away from the experience. But um, do you but, do yeah, the all inclusive? This, this time it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This this time it'll 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 just be the wife and I. So we're gonna we plan on having a good time. Very nice. I mean. Yeah, we're not, we have not planned a vacation because we just didn't know what was happening, honestly. Yeah, I don't blame and, you. Um, and, and with, yeah, kid, and with having the kids, like, we didn't really want to go to crowded places yet. So we were thinking about just, like, you know, doing the whole let's let's just rent a cabin on a lake kind of thing. And just, yeah, that's um, always nice. Get away and, nice, like, relaxing, you know, get away. have the boats, go rowboating, go fishing, whatever, instead of, like, going someplace where you, you know there's going to be a lot of people and you don't – it's just – it's going to – I think – I know for us and for probably a lot of people, it's going to take a while to get back to being like we were before and being comfortable being in big situations. Being that's, comfortable that's a, in like large situations. Because even, you know, we were talking about buying tickets, you know, to, to go to Yankee Stadium. And because the Red Sox and Yankees were playing, and I was going to buy tickets. And then this was before all the mandates changed and it was like, well, there's the vaccinated section where you can go there and sit with everybody unmasked or there's the unvaccinated section. And then like, like we're not really ready to go and sit with a lot of people yet. Cause you kind of don't want to do that, but this, that, and other thing. So it's like, Oh, I don't know where we are. Cause you know, you don't want to go pat. It's like one part, one part of you doesn't want to like, I don't want to be afraid forever, but at the same time, I don't want to just jump back into the pool. And let me just let me just say one thing, because because you just kind of reminded me of something when you when you brought up the fact that there's a, a, a vaccinated section and an unvaccinated section. There was. I'm seeing, no, no, no. Yeah, no. But what, I, what I'm seeing online is people calling that segregation. And that's that's not segregation. OK, I just want to put that out there. I know I don't think any of our listeners would think that's segregation. But if you know anybody who's who, who's saying that's called segregation, Please tell them that's a false equivalence because that's, yeah, that's, that's 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 not that's not right. I had not seen that. Oh, people yeah. are calling that segregate because we're people, well, people, yeah. People literally, like, people are saying like you know we're gonna have um, unvaccinated people are gonna be treated like second class citizens. 
And you know, it's no different it's not, than when it's not the way that works. It's yeah, not, when I it's not. <laughs> when we go to our pediatrician's office, there is a special waiting room for the newborns to go into because they haven't been vaccinated with anything yet. So when you go like when you go into the pediatrician's office, there's the main waiting room, and then they have another smaller one that's behind a door. So when you have a newborn, you go and wait in that room because your child has not had any shots yet. Anything. Right. And that's and that's how they that's yeah, you can call it segregation, I guess. If you, you're segregating them physically, you're you separate, but you're separating <laughs> Cause, them. You're not the segregating. Worst, the, that's separating. the word segregate. This, the word segregation yeah. brings Implies, up conversations that yes. yeah, is about civil rights issues that that you're aren't the separating same as, them as for health whether or reasons. not you want to get vaccinated. Vaccinated, yes, yeah. Separation is fine, but don't please don't call yeah. it segregation. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true too. It's like it, you're also being separated because of a choice, not because of right. Uh, and there are some people out there that can't get vaccinated for for medical reasons. Right. Which is, I have a friend like that. The same thing that we're talking about. I actually have um, a friend. He is, you know, he has a MS, and his doctor told him he needs to wait. Yeah, right. they want to they want to wait for at least a year, um, after you know, like until next year, to just for the long term test results to come out to make sure there's nothing adverse with his condition. Which is like, totally acceptable. I get that. Like, okay, right. <laughs> you know, if but you're not, yeah, not, for your, not for your average person, it's just like I don't want to get vaccinated because I don't know what's in the the vaccine, which is a lie because you can easily find out. Or, and even if you like, did know what's well, in the vaccine, we don't trust the science, or like well, it's untested. Because guess what? Oh, it's very how many mil- how many millions of people have now gotten the, gotten the vaccine, and it doesn't seem like anything's has been very adverse unless you listen to Tucker Carlson who's you know who likes to spout about how people have died after the after the vaccine. Well, let's but, talk about how you know a phase 3 trial means 30,000 plus people get tested with it. Yeah. That's the phase 3. You know, you have what you went through two you went through initial testing and animal testing phase uh, I, I don't know exactly all the details but I know phase 3 it's like 30,000 people are in that group. Yeah, and vaccines aren't the same as like drugs that are in your system. Like this, especially especially the the, the they the, don't say the Pfizer vaccine. Like this 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 technology has been tested. Oh. It's not something that is just like out of the blue. Like we do we do know about the the mechanism behind the, the behind the vaccine. So it's not like it's like it's comes completely thing some new thing that people made up and just we're just shoving it into people's bodies because we're you know we're worried about the coronavirus like well it's people not, it's not okay. the way public health works you know they're also I, like oh how, how we got so fast it's and you know how how can it be safe if we got so fast and one like with the mrna technology like you said it's it's a new technology so they do differently but also remember we had a sars outbreak like 10 or so years ago it just never got as big as this but they were already working on a vaccine then and so they just picked up the research where they left off so it was Basically, it's another version of the SARS coronavirus, and they just took what they already had, tweaked it, and then updated it for the new version, and and ran the modifications. And that's where they got. That's how we got it so fast. It's we already had eighty percent of the work was already done. But you still see people online saying things like, "Oh, it's a, it's only emergency approval. Like it's not the same. It's still not approved by. It's not like fully approved. Like I'm worried about that. Like, like how many millions of people." Have across the world have gotten these vaccines by this point uh, exactly. and it doesn't it doesn't seem like there's any adverse reactions and like i said vaccines aren't something that like are going to change the way your body like works or whatever no. like it's it's it, it especially the mrna they go in they do their job and they're gone well we and have 50, your body 59%. then has the ability to fight off the virus that's 59 percent that, of american adults have been vaccinated 59 percent. how many millions is that 59 percent of america it's a lot there's 300 about 330 million so yeah you know, <laughs> do the math we're not gonna do the math right now well, you know million. if you have a calculator that's 180 handy, that's 180 million approximately see there you go i my my brain isn't isn't set up to do that kind of calculations in my head at this point in the day keith like math <laughs> i like math but like i said my brain my brain's not not really ready for, for that kind of calculations like in my head right now but anyway yeah. so yeah so um, you know now and now kids uh, down to age 12 can get vaccinated so i see you you know you're working in high school probably in the fall it's going to be a completely different world where you are you know, yeah like, I, and if, kids can, if all the kids are getting vaccinated i mean this has been a, this has been a really like obviously a different year for everybody but it's just been very strange um 
because of the way you know we're doing like half remote and like you know the half the kids are coming in and mm-hmm. you know in, in, in our school like you know there's not a great attendance to begin with so there's really not a lot of people in the school which has kind of been great for me but at the same time also frustrating because you don't have that kind of interaction that you usually right. have with with the athletes um and it's it's a lot harder to get communications out and whatnot so it's it's been a, it's, there's been challenges but it's you know i think a lot of people like learned a lot over the past year about you know, especially about work and their workplace and things they can do and and things you know better ways to communicate because the I mean, the internet has been a great tool over the past year um for these kind of things like, even like even like these zoom meetings right like that we're that we're doing to record the podcast on it like that's they're going to almost become a lot of the way like this the standard like and especially like you think about these these meetings that people travel across the country for or like to other countries mm-hmm. it's number one we can looks like we can cut down on like you know carbon emissions you know by having a, a zoom meeting and, and like you said there's something to be said about like face-to-face meetings but at the same time let's be honest it's 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 much more it's much more uh time consuming to have to travel it, you know there's a carbon emission issue to, to deal with and you know i I don't really like like, hanging around that many people to begin with. So and aside know, from me, carbon is, emissions, there's also great. just the expense of travel. You know, like you said, just the expense. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's I mean, an expense the, to it. You know, and, and businesses are, might get are hurt, but. already saying that they're going to be cutting back on business travel, just like the general business travel, the meet and greets, and the things like that. Um, I'm I'm sure there's still going to be you know there's still a need for it. You know, if you got product to show in person, you got to come and bring the product in person. You can't get around that. Yeah. If I got like my totally. Canon rep needs to show us all the new cameras, not like she can just like, well, she could mail them, but then she can't like show them in person. Although she also them. she also lives in Queens, so she can just drive up. Yeah, <laughs> just, you know, she's not. Um, but her her whole territory is the northeast of the U.S., so from like the Mississippi <laughs> to the Atlantic Ocean. She's one person for that entire area. For just education well, and nonprofits. That's the most keeper. It's a big. It's a big territory. Yeah, it's pretty big territory. Um, but and like you know for conferences and you know so like i'm going to a conference in october you know for things like that because they 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 changed our conference to virtual last year and i tried attending it kind of and i watched some sessions but it's there's so there's a thing to be said about randomly roll walking through the showroom floor and finding things that you would never even thought of to look at because i oh I, yeah i definitely yeah, i, I mean, didn't we... get the same thing out of it last year for that you know, we have our athletic training uh, conference every year in June, late June. And um, yeah, that's one of the big, uh, big things that, you know, everyone's excited for is to go to the expo and see all the new uh, technology. Yeah, you, you see the new stuff, you, t- you get to try all it All the out. stuff that, you know, I can't afford as a high school athletic trainer, but no. I, I look at things well, like yeah. cool whirlpools and stuff. Oh, look at this, and, thing. Uh, this is awesome. Motion capture technology. And I'm like, wow, that's, that'd be really cool to have. But it is fun to look at. And it's fun to talk about, you know, those kind of meetings. Yeah, then we're doing it virtually again this year. Um, well, you know, you can get some of that motion capture stuff that just works on an iPad too. Yeah, yeah, you got some stuff like that. There's, I mean, I don't know. Uh, let's not. Get, I don't. Really, I, don't know. I can get. I don't really need to start getting that motion motion capture and can you see? Oh man, and like stuff like that. I love um, geekiness. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it's too kind of time consuming for what I do at the high school level, but that's another story. <laughs> but and, you know, I'm so you know maybe the high school is going to look different in the fall and. Honestly, you know, I, we I was at the pediatricians two weeks ago with the younger one for his no, with the older one for his checkup, and I asked her, you know, what she thought of a timeline for when it was going to be available for the younger kids. And I know Fauci and the CDC has been saying fall or early next year. She's like July. Really? I'm like really. She's like yeah. They're they're it's in testing right now. They've been testing it for two months already, for like down to six months. Oh wow! So that'd she's like, that'd be great news. She she's saying that she thinks in July, down to six months, the Moderna vaccine. Sweet. That's 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 her. That's where her money is, you know. And I trust her, although she she's retiring at the end of this month, so we have to find a new pediatrician. Oh, well, next, next maybe month. that's why she's saying it. She's like, oh, yeah, she's like, I'm out. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> I'll just tell I'll just tell these people whatever they want. I'll just tell them, yeah, where you, everyone gets <laughs> yeah, candy be, too. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be July. You know what? Get it, get it now. Just here, here's your usual here, 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 shot. Here, this this stick of gum is the vaccine. Chew it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I trust um, her. Um, she's great. That's good news. I mean, yeah, that's a little, so that's a I little, mean, that's 
I, I, I get where the CDC and Fauci is trying to say later. You know, I would do the same thing. I would, if I was the public figure, I would give the further off date as like, okay, by the fall or early next year, we should go down to younger kids. Because now you have a target that's attainable. And if it's sooner, you're a hero. It's a bonus. Yeah. If you say July and it becomes December, everyone's like, you said July. Right. So, you know, I do the same thing. Oh, this is going to take me three hours to do all my grading. 30 minutes later, I'm done. And my wife's like, like, you said three hours. I'm like, I'm just that good. I'm just, I'm just that good at that. Well, she knows that by now. She's like, you always say it's going to take a late longer. I'm like, that's because I want to like, in case it does, I want to be budget your time in case you need, you know, just in case or someone emails me, you know. But yeah, yeah but, I mean, so I'm hoping it, it is that soon. Cause I mean, that's a good be point. Because let's let's be honest, the CDC hasn't been very good in their messaging lately about about mask wearing and about not mask wearing. And, well, know, people aren't really, good at if really, then statements. They're not really getting good information because um, it seems that's I think a lot of people are still confused about um, like the, like I said about like the viral loads and how the how the vaccine affects that. Yeah, um, you know, and then you I, have people that just don't believe it, and well, you know, that's a whole other issue. I mean, if like you take my, those people My wife out. today told me a story um, about, you know, she went to a convenience store and she was talking about how she was still wearing her mask in the store just because she's kind of used to it mm-hmm. and, you know, it doesn't bother her. So, so, so why not? Um, and she was talking to the, the, the girl behind the counter and she basically was like, yeah, you know, I, I just don't, I don't believe, I don't believe in the, in the, in the, in the science, basically. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I don't believe that you're not, you're not, you can't catch it if you're, if you're, if, uh, you're, you can't catch it from somebody if you're not vaccinated uh, or if you are, I'm sorry, if you are vaccinated. And it's just like, well, like, why, like, why, why not? Like, what do you have? Like, what do you have? Where's your science degree? Like, what, what information do you have that, 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 that you think that nobody else has? I, I just, I just don't get these. I just don't get things. Like I, to a certain level, I get like not trusting quote unquote the government, whatever. Right. I get where that sentiment comes from. But at the same time, like, but why don't we trust you science? Need, I don't understand. Like in, in my mind, anyway, you need evidence to, to to have thoughts, and like I don't think I have any thoughts that don't that I can't back up with at least some evidence, and maybe some of that evidence, you know, might be incorrect, but at least I'll have evidence for my for my reasoning. That's just me. I I just don't get, understand the people that will you know basically say they don't trust the science. But I'm like, where's your science degree? Where 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 is it that you have the authority to say? Science is wrong. If you don't understand, of course you, yeah. don't, you don't understand it because you don't know science. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, even gonna go that far and say where, where your science degree. I'm just like, where's your evidence to, to, to back know, up your statement? But even if you have evidence, if you don't understand how to read the evidence, like people that are scientists have to go. You know, part of your education is to how to read the documentation and how to read the literature and how to interpret it in order to know what it's actually saying. Because if you're just uh, if you're an untrained person. You can have a bunch of untrained people read the same exact paper and come up with a dozen different conclusions based on that paper if you're untrained in what it's actually saying. If you don't know the nomenclature, if you don't know, you know, the history behind it, you can't come up with a good statement of what's actually being said if you're not versed in the science. Well, I just need people to back up their thoughts. That's all. That's all. I'm, yeah. That's really all I'm asking. I you know, I'm not even going to go that far. I'm just saying if you if you have I am going. You have questions, far. it's fine if you have but if but Give me, give me some, give me some backing for your reasoning. That's right. that's all I'm asking for. I don't think that's a, a, a ridiculous request. It's um, not. So, give yeah, me, it, give me, give me some reasoning. And don't just and say don't, you read it on Facebook. That's not. Or at least, thanks. yeah, you know what? Or at least, you know, show me what you read on Facebook, and um, yeah. you know, and then we can have a discussion about that. Cite your source, just cite like any, source. just like any term paper. Cite your sources. I mean, that's why you cite your sources because yeah. you need reasoning behind what you're putting down on the paper, right? It's not just what I thought. Uh, that's that's actually funny because I'm thinking now, like, in, you know, the difference between like writing a paper in high school where it's just like, oh, just typing like words out that I'm thinking in my head <laughs> compared <laughs> to like when you get to college and you actually have to like, no matter what you say, you have to like at least back that up with some kind of like material. You know, based on the writings of so and so, and like I said, by, this yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't even necessarily have to be accurate, right? Which isn't good, but at the same time, at least you have some. You have something it has to be to from back, somewhere to back your reasoning, right? And um, I, re- I remember in the early days of Wikipedia when, you know, 
when Wikipedia first started, it wasn't like you couldn't use it as a source for whatever reason. And I would tell kids like, hey, you know, Wikipedia, they cite all the sources. So if you find it on Wikipedia, click on the source that they cite it from and cite that source. That's what I always said. I don't it's understand like, how. I, well, like, I don't it's understand not that how hard. Kids, kids are failing co- like college now because it's like that's like, go on it's Wikipedia, so look so up the thing you want to do. Than it was when we find their college. source and cite their source, and then you cited five sources by reading a Wikipedia article because they already cited twenty. And to be fair, Wikipedia is a, a lot more accurate than people give it credit for. Oh, um, t- today you can actually use it as a source. Not so much for like tr- trivial things, like like. Yeah like celebrity biographies and stuff like that. Like a lot of that stuff you, might be a little inaccurate because really they're getting accurate. sources from, from inaccurate sources. But, um, but yeah, like a lot of the things when it comes to like history and, and, and um, like, uh, you know, it's a, um, interesting. You go starting like reading about like different wars, like that stuff is pretty well moderated and, and accurate. From you what know, what's really good on there. The history of different professional wrestlers. Maybe. It's it's amazing. Like if you look up any wrestler that's like been around for a while, it'll have oh, at least their professional career. It'll, yeah, that's what I mean. It'll have like yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, it has like their their any name they ever used, their build height, their build you know their location, weight, and all that stuff. And it has all their championship history, and then it'll even have like detailed about you know their careers in different companies and like when they lost the belt and when they won the belt it's like it'll be pages upon pages of information for yeah. some of these people it's amazing when, when it comes when to their personal life that's there. when it comes to their personal life that's when i'd be a little more uh, skeptical mm. about things but yeah i mean they're professional they're professional yeah. um i'm not careers. looking at it further it's, yeah. it's been is always is always well documented it's, it's well documented just uh, people it's amazing that people are taking the time to write it on wikipedia you know, it's well, just, think about it. People take a lot of time on Wikipedia, right? A it's lot. Amazing. <laughs> it's, amazing it's amazing that people. It's amazing that someone had this idea. I forget his name right now. It's gonna. Uh, I'm sorry, creator of Wikipedia. I apologize for not remembering your name off the top of my head. We should Wikipedia that. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna do it, aren't you? But you know, they have this great idea of like, let's make an open source encyclopedia. I'm like, you've killed the encyclopedia industry, um, which is fine, because let's let's be honest, you know. I grew up with the Britannica Encyclopedia Collection in the house, right? You had the one, those. You had the one. Yeah, we had the one like this. This you know wide volume that's like three feet wide, for all the books. But I might have thrown mine out when I moved into the house. But yeah, we had all like the. Year as soon as it's printed, books. it's outdated. You know, as soon as you write something in there, it's like how accurate is that information anymore? Right. You know, I'd be in school doing a report about a country for like you know my fifth grade report. I think it was printed five years earlier. How? I mean, if you're lucky, I, five years, right? <laughs> so it's like, it's like twenty years old. Now, yeah, I don't even know if my parents still have it. I think they do. No. So Larry, Larry Sanger and, and Jimmy Wales are Thank the you. founders of Wikipedia. So, so it's it's, you know, they they've done some good. Uh, you know, there's editors on there. There's um, people that moderate it. So it's a really good. There is a history of Wikipedia page for Wikipedia. Well, I, there should be. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if there was no history of Wikipedia on Wikipedia. Wow, I didn't realize how old Wikipedia actually was. What year? 2003. It, the first edit was on January 15th, 2001. Ooh, I went over by two years. I mean, obviously it wasn't popularized then, but... So we yeah. were still in college when it started. We were still in college when Wikipedia came out. I did not know that. I, I thought Wikipedia was like a mid-2000s thing. I was still using did. Alta Vista to do searches then. Alta Vista. Speaking of um, outdated things, I heard Microsoft <laughs> Internet Explorer is is on the way out. It's been, it's really, gone. It's it's done. Because they use Edge system. now. Edge is the new thing. Uh, Edge is the new tool. Microsoft Edge, which yeah, is nobody, built on Chrome. Everybody, the first thing I think everybody does when they get a new computer is download um, Chrome, Chrome or Chrome Firefox or Firefox. But I think it's I think Chrome is kind of taking over now. It has because um, you know you gotta even get, even Edge you gotta get is Google on the... all your information. <laughs> they, <laughs> Well, the Microsoft Edge browser is built on the Chrome technology. Is it then? It's, so, a, yeah, Chrome, it's a Chromium browser. I don't know anything about this kind of stuff. It's crazy. That's, so that's, that's, you're, you're, you're the tech guy when it comes to that. Kind but of you're stuff. right. Like the first thing anyone does, they open up whatever, you know, you're on a Mac, you open up Safari, you're on a PC, you open up Edge, and you download Chrome. <laughs> first thing you do. That's the first, first thing I do. First, it's the first thing I do every single time <laughs> I get a new computer. Oh, time to – I opened it up. I logged in. Open up Safari. Chrome.com. <laughs> 
download now, Chrome. Now I can really browse the internet. Now I'm ready. Now, no, now I got to log into my Chrome. I'm going to go to AskJeeves.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Ask. <laughs> when I worked at a help desk and, like, people – it's not so bad nowadays, I think. But, you know, when people would just, like, as they're installing things, not check what they're actually saying yes to. And it would start, like, changing their search engine to Ask Jeeves and – their Yahoo oh, yeah. start page would change and like they would open up their browser like, what happened? I'm like, did you read everything? No, I just said yes. I'm like, remember, remember like how bad like pop-ups were? Oh my God. They were the worst. And now there's no pop-ups because every browser has a pop-up blocker in it. Right. And yeah, I mean, you're still inundated with ads, but at least they're paying yeah. for it now. They're, they're, they're within your browser feed. I just hate right. when you go to a website and audio starts playing without you knowing why. I'm like, why is there audio playing? Stop playing this. It's a cat and mouse game. They, you know, the browser fixes it and then the people figure out a way around it and then the browser fixes it again. It's a age as old as time. Keeps, people, as old keeps, as time. keeps people busy. <laughs> keeps people keeps, busy. Keeps these people unemployed. Doing, it keeps the geek uh, squad employed. Yes. Fixing, fixing internet browsers there. Oh man. Um, I thought about just doing that full time at one point. I'm like, I, you know what? I just, I feel, I always felt bad of like, if I became like just a freelance help desk person, cause like the idea of like going to someone's house and charging them to use free software to clean up their computer just felt ingenuine. It's like just ingenuine. Like, sure. Oh, what's wrong? Okay. Let me download these three pieces of software and just fix your computer by using free software. That you could See, that's something they could do over, over Zoom. Yeah. It's like, Super easy. Oh, well, not if their computer's not working, they can't. <laughs> that's fair. That is true. Sometimes I'd have to bring it in on my own flash drive and put it in so that way they could actually... Well, I guess you... I mean, even nowadays, you could just go uh, Zoom on your phone yeah. and tell them, you know, what is, this is what you need to do. Well, I'll just make my YouTube videos. Download these three pieces of software, run them, and you're done. <laughs> and don't download anything else ever again. Just and yeah, stop clicking yes to everything. Stop, stop clicking the links from people that send you. No one in Nigeria is going to give you any money. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, we could talk about scams because that's you, there's these really interesting YouTube videos that um, basically people call call the scam lines, and they're, they're the, the idea behind it is that they're just going to waste their time and see how long they can keep these scammers on the phone. Um, <laughs> And they're they're really interesting because you know they what they'll do is they'll set up like a virtual machine on their computer, and you know have the scammers log into that, and they've gotten oh. really sophisticated like making like fake websites like for, for bank accounts and stuff like that. So they'll even like open up fake bank bank accounts so that the, the scammers can see like how much money they have, and then they'll usually tell them to go buy like Google Play cards or whatnot to try and you know, give them. Yeah, they have the the big scam used to be um they would say oh we 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 need to give you money. Like we're going to give you a refund on something like, Oh great. I'm getting money. So they would, you know, transfer too much money. And then the person would be like, Oh, I made a big mistake. Like you need to pay me back. Like go, go down and buy Google cards and give me, <laughs> give me the, give me the just numbers on your, Google, on, your, like, on your Google, I, on your Google cards. Which, I don't think that's you know, how it works. Obvious, obviously like any you know person knows anything about, how like the internet and like tech works would be well, like the problem is that's, they, they, that's a little strange but they, when they get somebody who has no clue they're like oh my god yeah i need, I need to help this person out and, well they prey on the vulnerable you know they yeah. prey on the elderly they play which has always been prey on scamming, the vulnerable, right? like that's it's sad that's how grifters came about right and you're not going to go try and grip somebody that that, that knows the grift <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> they're, gonna and they're gonna and they're gonna change their phone number all the time they're never gonna have the same address they're gonna move their operations and it's it's hard to find them because they're never the same company for more than four months, and it, it's. Yeah, how's your car? Ex- how's your car warranty? By the way, do you need, do you need that extended? I do. Thank you. And actually, they've, um, I... they've gotten really sneaky because now, what I've noticed, they will use numbers from businesses. Yeah. Because the way your phone is now, if if your if your business is basically like you know on like Google or whatever registered, that business name will pop up when the number comes up. Instead of the, just the number. Well, the, so instead they of could, just a random number them. coming up, like yeah. I, the other day, I got something from like, like a like a stone, like a masonry company or something like that, and then another one from some other company I don't remember. But instead of like a random number coming up, because nobody answers random numbers anymore, right? If you see a random number on your phone, you're like, yeah, this is this is going to voicemail. My phone um, doesn't answer it; it screens you know. it for me. Well, that too. Yeah, I have that feature as well. Um, 
I get a little worried because obviously I have to use my work phone or my, 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 my cell phone for work sometimes. So sometimes I'm a little, like, a little wary, like, oh, is it someone calling me that actually needs something? Yeah, but I guess they leave a voice message, like, I always get back to them. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like I said, the, those instead of a random number popping up, like a number for like a random business will pop up, which you're probably more likely to, to answer and pick up. Yeah. I, I send all those to, to screening anyway, so. I mean, I, the other week I got a call from Comcast customer service telling me, you know, saying, hey, you know, Comcast customers in the area have been experiencing slower than usual internets than what you think you're paying for. I'm like, well, I don't have Comcast. Oh, yes, sir. I see here you have a Comcast account. I'm like, no, I don't have Comcast. I'm like, I'm like I live in an area where Comcast is not available. I don't have Comcast. And he's like, yes, sir. I see you have it right here. I'm like, what's the address? And he gives me an address. I'm like, I don't live there anymore. I sold that, that house two years. I sold that house two years ago. Oh, but you. But he still you, had your. But he still had your information. Yeah, so he actually had the address, and he's like, "But I'm like, I don't live there. That's not my house. I don't have that service. Um, I'm not. Did I have Comcast paid, when you lived there. Yeah, we did. But I'm like, oh. I haven't paid a Comcast bill, and you know, you know how many years? And like, I don't have Comcast. He's like, but he's like adamant. And then finally, he hung up on me. I was like. I'm like trying to, I'm like, and I'm trying to mess with him. I'm just like telling you, I don't have Comcast. Like clearly, clearly he got my name off a list. Like, you know, yeah. Cause when the, when the companies get hacked, they just get like the whole, here's the list of customers and phone numbers and addresses. And then they're just going to start calling them cold call. Uh, and, and that's what it was. And I don't know if it was from India, but he was Indian. Um, a lot of the call centers are in India. There's actually some good YouTube videos about people trying to like infiltrate those 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 scam um, call centers, which which is, you can go look up. But that's pretty interesting. So it's my dad. My dad's gotten to the old man cranky part where he just starts messing with with them on the phone. Which is which is fine because guess what? It, it wastes their time. Waste their um, time. You know. And, oh, we're calling about your credit card today. Can you give? Okay, which one? Oh, you know your Mastercard. Okay, which one? Oh well, you, can you give me your number, sir? No, you called me. What's which card are you talking about? You know. Yeah, and they always say like Visa, Mastercard, or American, American Express. Express. Like, um, no, you don't work for all three. Of like them. you don't work for all, yeah, you don't work for all three of them. That's, that's the way things work. That's that's. Um, but you but they know people will have at least one or, of those cards. Or we're calling from card services, you know. And it's like, um, no, you're not <laughs> calling from card services because you wouldn't um, call me. Yeah, I always feel bad for those people too, because I, you know, like we said in the past, like I do recognize crime as utility. Like there's there's a reason that people um, are trying to scam other people, and it's not always for the most nefarious reasons. You know, those people got to eat and live too. Well, I heard a good story about it once. Like so a person that got into it initially didn't know what he was even getting into. Like in America, yes, so he got because a lot of those know, people, yeah, if he you, got if recruited, you it was a like a, a business sales thing. He got recruited for it, and like they gave him the script and all that. And then over time, he realized what was happening, and then he actually ended up working with the FBI to sting the company. That's cool. Um, but you know, yeah, it's, you, some people get duped into it and not realize. Yeah, if you what watch, doing. yeah, if you watch the videos of, of like about the scammers, what they usually do is like once they get to a certain point, they will send you to a supervisor, and those supervisors are kind of the ones who who kind of know what they're doing. Um, right. As far as the scam goes, whereas your your initial the initial person that you talk to is like someone basically like looking for a job and you know they they may or may not know what they're actually getting in themselves into. yeah they're fresh out of business school that's their first sales job they got you know they're yeah. being offered like a ridiculous sum of money bonuses and all this stuff and like sure let's go and they you know they do things in the office to like you know they do awards and prizes for people that make a lot of calls and things like that so they make it kind of like that competitive sales environment but not realizing exactly what you're getting into so it's a con on both ends, really. Yeah, you know, the people that okay. are running the con are conning both their salespeople and the people they're trying to con. So it's it's a con everywhere, and and it's sad. And I hope they all burn in hell if you believe in that. Well, yeah, but it's, like I said, at the same time, that's another. Confidence. It's just an. It's just another. Um, you know, it's caveat of capitalism, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, well, it's another caveat. It's you know, it's just money. Don't we, if you. If you don't take care, you know, if you don't take care of people and, and, and you need money to survive, you're going to find ways to make money that aren't always reputable. And that's why we need a universal basic income. 
or as, or the Freedom Dividend, if you want to call it that. The Freedom Dividend. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Andrew yeah, Yang's in, in a little bit of trouble right now. <laughs> he's uh he's not doing he's not doing so hot with the whole uh, Israel Palestine conflict, and he's uh, he's running for mayor of New York City. I don't, I don't yes, know. he is. He's so, currently he's still leading the polls. Last I checked. Yeah, he has good. I mean, that's the he thing. has the, good name the, recognition. The presidential race. You know, gave him some good name recognition, so I think that's going to help him out in that in that area. He might he might win. Let's be honest. I, I, um, well, the primary is next month, so that's pretty much tell you whether he, or not he wins. He's not the progressive darling that he once was, though. On the, at least for the progressives. Uh, well, I, I don't think, think he ever was, and I think. No, I, think yeah, I mean, I think well, Univers- I mean, UBI gave gave him a little bit of cred with the with the progressives. Um, what I mean by that is, I think, I don't think he is the person that they thought he was. You know the people that are the president that he became their darling, but I don't. Th- I think he's always he is the person he always has been. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he just didn't. Yeah. And unless you like literally listen to everything, you know, he always says um, his big thing is humanity first. Like any policy he wants to implement, he always thinks about how it affects human people first. Right. So it's humanity first. Which is, a, which the is a progressive ideology, right? That's, it is. That's kind of the whole. Yeah. And I think also too when you when you put him up there compared to a lot of the the. You know, a lot of the baseline Democratic neoliberals, it, it made him look a lot more progressive than than he was, too. Um, I mean, right. obviously, you had Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren up there on your, on your more progressive sides. But, you know, when you compare him to a guy like Joe Biden, he does seem like very progressive, much more progressive. Um, I mean, UBI is something it's been talked about for decades. And, and as we get more automation in place and things, you know. There's yeah, that's, real, that's thing too. That the way he messaged UBI, I thought was it was very good because I think if someone just comes out and says like, "Oh, UBI, it's free money for everybody," a lot of people are going to be against that because for whatever reason, people are like, "No, you can't just give people money." That's well, even test he test marketed the whole phrase "freedom dividend" too. He had, he had like a bunch of he's you know testing a, things. He's not and, a dumb guy. That's no, he math make make America think again, which is make a great, America think harder. That was a great slogan too. Like I almost bought the hat to be honest with you. I was like, oh, you know, number one, it was it was counters. To Counter to Trump's "Make America Great Again," so that you know. That Honestly, was, I kind of hope he does win the mayoral race because, you know, New York City is a pretty large metropolitan area, to be honest, and it'd be a great test ground for his policies. You know, to to see if yeah, he, if, like, he get the, if he can get a lot of these he, things through, if he yeah. can get things through in New York City and they work, and he can show that they work on a scale of that size, like you know, if he was like the the mayor of like some small town somewhere and he did it be like well yeah but that's a small town that doesn't really scale up you do it in new york city it's like that's bigger than some states yeah you can't population argue, wise you, you know you can't yeah it's gonna be hard to argue um it's bigger than that's bigger than wyoming if, if, if they work if they work in new york well, they work in new york they can work across the country uh, what was it uh i was watching a video last night it was the, the somewhere news with cody johnson um but he was talking about montana and i was like and and showed the map of the united states and it's nothing to do with the video. The video is about um, trans rights, which is a good video. You should, everyone should go watch it. But the map, they showed a map of the United States and, and Montana was highlighted. And I was like, <laughs> nobody lives there. <laughs> like, it was like one, like 1 million people live in that entire state. And the size of the state is huge. So I'm looking at the map and compared to New York City, where there's 8 million people, right. which is basically like not even showing up on the size of the map that they had because, you know, where you can draw like a little island. So it's basically like a dot on the map compared to this big state. Is is an the big state was an eighth of the population of the of New York City. The dot, yeah. And oh. you know, and 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 my point was they both get two senators. Yeah. So and that's, that's, that's kind of how that's kind of how the Senate is going to you know. And I don't kinda, and it you, curves things. Towards, and you know, we're um, never going to get rid of that. It, it, it's going to take. No, nah, it would take it would take so much. Such an epic movement to change. To, how we uh, distribute senators? Yeah, because who's like who's going to give up? The people of Montana and, and the Dakotas and, the, and these and these you know large states with no population in them, like why would they want to give up more representation than they have? They're not going to, but you, you'd have to get you'd have to get an overwhelming um, majority in the Senate first of all to be able to even pass that kind of legislation. Yeah, that's and the thing. of course, that'd be ratifying. That. You're not going to get that without. That'd, be, that'd also be ratifying the Constitution. You'd be changing, yeah. you'd be creating an amendment. So now you have to get a majority of the states to ratify it, which is that's really where. Right, and those states, like I said, those it. states aren't going to want to give up that representation. No. So it's something that then, we're just I mean, going to have to kind of 
work around or you know at least change people's ideas yeah well, maybe someday uh, yeah i mean the, the, i don't know if we talked about this it? on the podcast the before but the, the, i'm forced like shrinking the united states down to like you know maybe like 35 states 40 states we could probably we could probably do that um obviously it's not something that uh, how about the new england states of canada the new england states of canada you know, now you want to succeed from the united states you take yeah it's like what jersey new york all of new england canada seattle <laughs> i mean washington uh, it's basically map that's like an umbrella like shape it's, like, it's like a it's a like, like a, a foe man shoe yeah. yeah yeah it's like it's like a foe man shoe basically you have california you have the west coast canada and then like the top part of the east coast <laughs> there's a thought <laughs> it's, the, it's the united states of canada and then you, you make that one country sounds and then, like we're like, getting like handmaid and sale territory where it's you get, like, you, get, right, you let the just, rest of the country go then they're gonna turn into gilead the rest <laughs> the rest of the country it's like maybe lincoln should have let the south to succeed i don't know yeah, I don't know about that. we we would have had a hard time abolishing slavery if that happened so that's true well I mean, who knows? Yeah. We still might have had slavery if, uh, if, if the just down south, if the south, if the south actually succeeded. Who knows if they would? I mean, I, I would hope by now they would have got rid of it, but it's it's I a mean, tricky. They still talk. They it would have been a definitely talk the, positive the world, about it down there. The, yeah, the the world that would be a completely different place if um, if the south actually did uh, successfully oh. succeed from the union, but. Let's be honest. A, you, you, take, you make one big change like that anywhere in the world. That's a talk for someone who knows much more about history than, than yeah. I do. <laughs> I, I would be interested in to see what the theory would be. But well, here I, I have a historical I, scholar I, I right even, here. No, yeah. yeah, I don't even know if I can uh, wrap my mind around that. To be honest with you, no. Well, I mean, I could, but it's the end of our hour, and we're not going to start that conversation now. <laughs> Maybe, maybe next time. Give, give us your whole, thoughts. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Deal. What do you guys think? What do you guys think out there? Write, write us at gzillennial at gmail.com. Or um, tweet us at KeithZD on Twitter or Refinilax on, on Twitter. There you um, go. You can you can you can tweet us. Tweet us. Um I would love to get some like emails to like read on air. That'd be yeah. that'd be like answer questions. That'd be fun. Um of the you know the dozen, day, the dozen people so that actually listen to us I, I i would love to hear your thoughts or ideas for future episodes definitely ideas for future episodes um you know we came in today we talked on monday so this is this is our friday this is, this is not something yeah we and do. i wrote down one note um, about what we're so going to talk about today yeah, and we, we, we were talking about masks it. and then you know we then we start rambling and we get into different topics and um and then digressed and then we just that's that's the way we do things around here we just we just talk for an hour and then an hour is up and then we go okay thanks for listening thanks for listening everyone well today it was a great day from the home office and today i'm going to go shoot my first wedding in over a year with people i don't know and it's right. going to be very interesting. yeah i did my niece that doesn't count that's like family you know but this will be my first wedding job doing a video since november of 2019 now are you going to wear your mask? I am going to wear my mask. Just to make people feel comfortable. Maybe not when we're outside. Because <clears throat> the ceremony is outside. But inside probably. Because real quick before we go, I'll, t I'll, tell, I'll tell the mask story. Because I, I kind of want to tell the story. The real issue is going to be whether or not my glasses fog up. <laughs> my glasses start fogging up, I might have to. That is, that is one, one annoying part. <laughs> Being outdoors, my sunglasses always fog up. But um, real quick before we go, I did want to tell one, one little story about, about mask wearing. Because... I went to the gym the other day um, on Wednesday and it was the first time, obviously, where um, the mask mandate has been lifted. So they still had signage up about wearing masks, but they weren't really enforcing it at the gym. But I brought mine just in case because I didn't know what, the, what they were going to say yet. Um, but when I went to go, you know, Wednesday was my cardio day. So I went, you know, to do the elliptical and the people around me were wearing their masks. So like, even though I I know I didn't really need mine, just to make the people around me feel more comfortable, I wore it because you know I don't I don't feel like wearing a piece of cloth over your face is oppression. So that that's just me. And you care. There are a lot of people out there that that think that putting a mask on is oppressing them. It's 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 not. But that's what you know told, those same so that's what those same people thought wearing a seatbelt is oppression too back in the day. So or motorcycle. I mean, there's still people out there that, that think wearing a motorcycle helmet is is, oh, is oppressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point though. Like you know, public public health and public safety 
know, is, is anytime there's been a new do, guideline, do we have to do things for, for your own good sometimes. Yeah. Yes. And it's not, it's not just, it's not just for you. It's, it's for everybody else around you. Right. Um, we don't, the reason you wear and a for the people that love you, you know, for people that care about you, people don't, you know, for like a seatbelt, you know, people don't want to lose you because well, you decide not to wear a seatbelt. Well, that's the problem. Do, do people really yeah. care about reactionaries when it comes down to it? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, my point being, yeah, like, we, yeah, you, we don't make people wear a seatbelt because we want to oppress you or we want to make, like force you to do something that, that you're not comfortable with. We want to do it so when you, if you, in case you do get into an accident, you don't fly through a windshield and the people have to clean up your, your guts off the road. Um, that's, that, that's basically it. So, yeah. so until next time. Take it easy. Stay be safe. Be good to each other. Be good. To, be excellent to one another. That was last week's episode. It was last week's this episode. Is totally, this is totally different. Sorry. You made me think of it, though, when you said be good to each other. I know. That was, <laughs> that was, I, I thought of it, too. And then I was going to say it. And then I was oh, like, that was last week's episode. Dang it. And then I, then I knew you were going to say it. So then I was going to. Wild stallions. <laughs> now we're getting copyrighted. Um, oh, man. All right, it's everyone. Parody. It's a parody. Okay. It's a parody. Parody See is you. allowed. Everything's a parody. That's, Have a good that's, week. See you.